Hello and welcome to the Curator Salon podcast. I'm Geeta Joshi and today I don't have a guest with me. Instead, I'm going to be answering questions that have come through social media when I put out a question asking what I could help people with. So there were various questions that came in around pricing, so I thought I would group them all together in this episode where we're going to talk about art pricing. The first question is, should I show prices on my website? Now, what comes up for me with this question is that it seems to be somebody that's asking for permission to share their prices or even avoid showing them. I really think as the artist, you get to decide whatever you want. If you're feeling some kind of resistance to showing your prices online, then maybe that's something to actually work through with a coach or a mentor. It would be easy for me to give you a quick yes or no answer, but instead I'm going to share actually my experience of doing it both ways. And I have to say that showing the prices online was much easier because it was just so much more low touch in terms of making the sales online. When I didn't have prices on the website, instead I had a call to action, which was basically inviting the visitor to the website to inquire for prices or inquire for more details, I think I'd actually phrased it. And then this required a bit of back and forth when somebody would inquire about the artwork, then I would have to give them the information, which is fine. But I would also then tell them things like shipping and all the other things that they might need to know. And we would start a conversation. But of course, sometimes people will just ghost you once you've told them the answer to their question. So that's kind of something you have to get resilient with. And of course, other times they can go quiet on you and you still need to follow up. So for me, that was a bit more back and forth. Whereas once the prices were up, along with all the other information, like the dimensions and the materials and uh, shipping information and so on, then they were just basically able to follow through to check out. I think we're all so familiar with online shopping now that actually it really didn't matter that they were buying artwork compared to anything else that they might buy online. So for me, putting the prices online, definitely easier and I would definitely recommend it. But of course, as I say, it's really up to you as the artist, you get to decide whatever, you know, however you want to proceed with that. Now, there is a school of thought that says you can't sell high ticket items online without first nurturing and building trust with your audience or your visitors to your online website. And I think that there's a lot of truth in that, but you can be doing a lot of the trust building, for example, on social media, because I think that's where we spend more time day to day than we do on our actual websites. It's where we have a more frequent presence. And that's actually where you're doing the, um, say, nurturing or the trust building with that audience so that when they then do land on your website, again, usually fed through social media, then they're just able to sort of see more details around the work and make that purchase. So if you really don't want to show your prices online, then I would say think about what it is you would like that visitor to do. So again, you want to have some call to action there, such as some kind of um, instruction. Tell them what, what you want them to do, like email me for prices or use the contact form below to get in touch or something like that. If you use this approach, then it really requires you to answer promptly and give good sales talk. And the success of this inquiry turning into a sale kind of relies on your ability to have a good sales conversation. You need to provide the information they're asking for and convincing them that the artwork is the right choice for them. And it can be some back and forth. You may need to send the follow-up emails. And of course, you need, as I said, get, res uh, get resilient if they start ghosting you. But there is no rule as such. And I have heard a lot of people say that artists shouldn't put their prices online. So they can have these email conversations and get to know their buyers. But really, I think as the artist, you get to decide how comfortable you are with that and what it is that you would like them to do. Because, of course, there's a, the other thing you could do is offer to invite them to the studio and show them the work there. Or you might want to take the work round to them if they're within a certain radius 
of where you're based. So there are other ways that you could navigate this, but um, the other reason I've heard that artists should not list their prices online on their own websites is because they can undercut the galleries they, sh they show with. So there is only one rule around pricing, and that is that all the places that you show your prices online, which could be your website, a gallery, an aggregate artist site like Etsy or Fine Art America or wherever that is, all the prices that you show online need to be the same on all the different platforms and across all those different places. The next question is, when should I raise my prices? So there's no right time or, or particularly no point in the, your year where you need to be doing this. But there are some career highlights which are the typical times when artists raise their prices. So the first one, I would say, is when you feel that your current prices are not serving you. I've worked with artists who are very frustrated that they, they're selling their artwork at this price and they've been selling it at that price for two years and they're not putting them up. But, you know, that's a choice. You get to choose when you put your prices up. But as I say, there are some career points that would definitely be a good time to raise your prices. And these can include when you're down to the last few prints of a limited edition run. If you've produced a limited edition run of prints, then and you've only got a few left, then you can raise the prices on the remaining available ones. Uh, the next thing is when you create a new body of work, for example. So if you're in the studio now producing new work and you want to raise your prices, then you could think about that now. So when that work is ready to get to the gallery or to go on your website, it can be listed at the new price point. And whether you raise the prices of existing work in the studio or in your, with your gallery and the stock that they're holding for you, again, that's up to you and that's a conversation you could have with them. Another time it's really important is when your work enters a public collection, when your work enters a private collection or the collection of a prominent collector, when you are given increased exposure that increases demand for your work. And this can include being in a publication, showing at Biennale, a festival, an event or something similar. It can also include commissions. So if you've been commissioned for a public sculpture or a public piece, whether it's a mural or something similar, then that would be a really good time to raise your prices. Like in a recent episode, we had Alexandra Gallagher. She was commissioned for a mural for uh, the world's largest cruise liner. And I would definitely say, you know, a huge piece of uh, work like that brings a lot of attention. And so I'm sure that the next thing that she will do for a client of that scale would also mean her prices were going to go up. Um, it can also mean when you're commissioned for work by a brand or a corporate. There are lots of artists' um, commissions going on uh, with fashion brands. You know, Lisa Congdon's just done something with Vans, Ashley Longshore and Gucci. The exposure that these uh, projects would bring to that artist, they would definitely be a reason to raise their prices. It can also be if you've had a solo show with a reputable gallery, for example, that would be a really good time to raise your prices. And then think about um, prizes. If you've been awarded a prize for your artwork, that would be a good indication of a time to raise the work in, coming out of the studio. And similarly, if you join a reputable institution, in the UK, we have the various royal um, societies like um, painter printmakers and watercolorists and so on, the Royal Academy. So if you were going to join an institution like that, then that would also be a really good time to consider putting your prices up. 
And then finally, simply because your prices have remained the same for quite some time and you wish to raise them. Now, again, like I said before, that's really up to you. But just remember that they need to be the same increased price point across all the places that you show, which can include galleries, your own website and other perhaps online marketplaces as well. The next question is, how do art prices or values rise? So this is very similar to the question before. And on the primary market, which is the place that most artists that I work with are selling, their prices rise because it's, it's all a marketing game. So all those things I've just listed answering the previous question, those would be reasons that art prices and the values would rise. Now, I know this question actually came in from somebody who was looking to buy work of an artist and they kind of wanted to figure out if that was going to be an investment as such. But um, let me tell you, art dealers uh, are not uh, financial advisors, firstly. So what you want to be looking at is how devoted the artist is to their practice and their career and how out there they are, you know, how the attention that they're getting, all of that would be a good indication if their prices are going to be rising because their work is getting attention. So it might enter a public um, institution, it might enter a public museum or a gallery. It's going to get the attention of um, prominent uh, collectors or foundations. So... When an artwork enters a public collection, such as a museum, it gives the artist a lot of credibility and the prices will typically rise for both new works out of the studio and any work that appears on the secondary market as well, such as an auction house or a gallery. And the same is true if the artist is awarded a prize in recognition of their work or any kind of major exposure, such as being on on the front page of, say, the Wall Street Journal or an album cover of a popular musician. The, The increased exposure would give the artist a larger audience and typically it follows there'll be increased demand for their work. And then, of course, the increased demand for the work would turn into a price rise or a valuation rise. And similarly, just like that, when an artist is given a show at a public institution, such as an art foundation, a museum, a public gallery, or commissioned by established uh, biennials, festivals, even corporate um, commissions, all of these are the typical times that um, their prices will rise. And it's really you're looking to see if the artist is actually on that career path and they're making the efforts to make those uh, advancements in their own career and building their CV and their experience. So those are my answers to all those questions around pricing. I hope you found that helpful. I'm hanging out on Instagram mostly at the Gita Joshi. So you can leave me your comments over there. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are listening on iTunes, I would hugely appreciate a rating and review for the podcast. It helps us get found by more people. Until next time, many thanks.